0: Psalm 136 we are going to read three scriptures and as usual that will form the basis of our, our sermon today hallelujah before then I want to thank our father and the lord daddy thank you for giving me this opportunity to minister to the sense of god I don't take anything for granted hallelujah Psalm 136 starting from verse number one hallelujah if you are there say praise the lord you must respond to me. Hallelujah. May the Lord put strength in your mouth. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Because God has been so good to us. Amen. He has been so good. If you are there, say, Praise the Lord. I want you to look at the scripture with me. Say, Oh, give thanks to the Lord. For he is good. For his mercy endures forever. Keep going. Keep going. Go up to verse number eight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go up to verse number eight, which is verse one, two, three, four. Let me have verse two. Okay, I'm going to read directly from my. Okay. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for, for he is good and his mercy and just forever. Verse two. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of Gods for his mercy and just forever. Verse three. Who give thanks to the Lord of lords for his mercy and just forever. To him who alone does great wonders for his mercy and just forever. To him who by wisdom made the heavens for his mercy and just forever. To him who laid out the earth above the waters for his mercy and just forever. To him who make great light for his mercy endures forever. Amen. The sun to rule by day for his mercy endures forever. Keep going. Verse 9. The moon and star to rule by night for his mercy endures forever. Verse number 9. Verse number 9. Verse number 9. Grace, grace, grace upon you there in Jesus' name. The moon and the star to rule by night for his mercy endures forever. The last verse. So him who struck Egypt in the firstborn for his mercy and just forever. Go to the book of 1st Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18. 1st Thessalonians chapter 5 verse number 18. Hallelujah. 1st Thessalonians chapter 5 verse number 18. The Bible says in everything. In what? Amen. In everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Now go to Ephesians chapter 5 verse number 20. Ephesians 5 verse number 20. Giving thanks always for all to God the father and in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in our lives. Today the Lord will have me speak to us about a topic or a sermon that is titled the glory of thanksgiving the glory of thanksgiving. My brothers and sisters, giving thanks to God is glorious. And I know from the scripture that we have read, some of us, we read that scripture over and over again. Some of us, we have ministered using the scripture. But there's one thing that the Lord has sent me to you today. That that one thing is to give you a pictorial image of why you must worship and give thanks to God all the days of your life. The Lord has sent me here today to give you a pictorial image that will no matter what comes your way, no matter what people throws at you, no matter the report that you get, no matter who gang up against you, no matter who like you, who don't even like you, your response will be, thanks be to God. Am I speaking to somebody? From the scripture we just read, I just want to present to you that thanksgiving is not a suggestion. God is not suggesting that my child, if you like, you know, you give thanks, if you not like, well, no. It's a divine instruction. A divine instruction that must be followed. And when you follow that divine instruction, there is always a divine manifestation. Give thanksgiving to God is a command from God. A command that needs to be obeyed and not investigated. It's not a command that you say God in this way I am now. How can you ask me to give them? You don't know what I'm going to know. It is a command that needs to be obeyed and not investigated. Why is God giving you such a command? He's giving you such a command because what you can see is limited what you cannot see is eternal and he is the eternal God that can see all things and his command to you as your as a child and as a son as a daughter is give me thanks. Thanksgiving is not optional. It's not whether I like it or not. It's not whether I feel like it or not. It's not whether somebody just brought me to give thanks or not. Thanksgiving as a child of God should be the chorus that comes out of your mouth every day. Should be the song that comes out of your mouth every day. Why? From the scripture we just read. Psalm 107 I can give you Psalm 107 verse number 1. He said bless the Lord. He said give thanks to the Lord. Let me go there. Say, give thanks to the Lord because God is good. God is good. If you ask me, why should I do that? I will tell you, God has given us the answer. He said, give me thanks because I am good. I am good. Give him thanks because he's good. Even if I stop, there is enough for today. If you are looking around yourself, you say you don't see the goodness of God. How did you get here this morning? You see me looking at you, even if I don't know your whole story, I can tell that God is good to you. You're looking at me standing here. You can tell that God is good to me. Since the beginning of January up to now, there are many people who said Happy New Year. They are six feet under the ground as I'm speaking to you right now. I know that God is good to you because you went to bed last night and you wake up this morning. Do you know that research has found that three o'clock in the morning, our system will start shutting down. The circulatory system, the digestive system, go carry out the research. Everything starts shortly down at 3 a.m. If fact, let me say, we were dead when we are sleeping. Because nobody knows that they have a child. How many of you are sleeping? Remember you have a wife or your children. Isn't it when you get up, he starts getting up and says, oh, I have to be here. Who know that you have a job? But we were dead in our sleep. But God woke us up this morning. I think he is good. And he's worthy of our thanks. Hallelujah. He is good. You woke up. You got up by yourself. You dressed yourself. You took a shower for yourself. And when you were brushing your teeth, you did not brush your eyeball instead of your teeth. You did not brush your nose instead of your teeth. You know that means you, were, you see have it together. You think it's easy? Go to the psychiatric hospital. And you will know that it's not what it's, it's, it's normal. It's not normal. It is the goodness of God in your life. Do you know why God is good? When I can tell that God is good? You enter your car this morning. I'm not even talking about what happened yesterday. I'm talking about what happened this morning. You get, you got up this morning. You put your clothes on and you enter your car. When you were driving, you did not drive into the bush. You know the road to go. And you drove and you came into the house of God. Nobody helped you in. You walked by yourself. And you are here seated down. I say, God is good that enough is enough for you to give thanks to God. I told you before the Lord has sent me here to give you a pictorial image so that you will never forget to give thanks no matter what. If it is a battle you can when it comes to warfare you can fight it but towards God it's thanksgiving all the time. Hallelujah. Amen. You got in here and you sat down and you lift up your hands and you are praising the Lord. Ha! Ah, go to the hospital right now as I'm speaking to you. You will know that God indeed is a good God. Hallelujah. As I was preparing for this message, I came through uh, a a research that somebody did. He said, as a human being, in 24 hours, Pastor Larry was saying something similar to that this morning. In 24 hours, you and I, the number of times that we breathe is 23,000 times. 23,000 times. The number of times that you take in here and you breathe it out. Oxygen and Uh, Carbon dioxide, twenty three thousand times. If you are to start thanking God for the number of times that you breathe, in twenty four hours, you won't be able to finish it. Which means it carries over. Which means you owe God your thanksgiving. You owe God your thanksgiving. You owe Him. You owe Him. Just breathe it alone. Breathe it alone. And some of us we we, want to go to the bathroom. We are rushing. We are rushing because when we get there, it's just gone freely. There are people with issues. They are not able to do that. I work in a nursing facility. Some people thought we have to straight cut them. Put in a catheter for them to pee. This is what we do freely. 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 There is, let me tell you, it is the goodness of God. It is the goodness of God. Some of us, we want to go to the bathroom. We just go, we just go. I'm just trying to, when you, when you ask from today, I want you to have that pictorial image and say, hey, it does not matter what I go to God. You are good to me. Because some of the things that we are asking and we are getting worried and getting stressed out all about, if there is no life, you, have you ever seen a dead man praying for healing? Have you ever seen a dead person praying for a job? Have you ever, let me tell you, they want to be alive and God has given that to you be thankful. Be thankful. Number one, God is good. Give him thanks because he's good. And number two, from the scripture we just read, in first Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18, he said, it is the will of God for us. Sometimes we're in a situation, hey God, what is, what is your will for me? You are still asking that question. His will is for you to give him thanks in that situation. There was a time that I used to say God says in that scripture he said give thanks to God for this is his will for you in Christ Jesus. In all things give thanks to God. And from that Ephesians chapter 5 verse 20 God is even telling us not only in all things but for all. In all and for all. Give him thanks. That is his will for you. Why? Like I said before He sees the whole picture. You can just see what you can see. The God that can see the whole thing. Beautiful together. He's telling you, give me thanks. That is my will. Give me thanks because I am the only one that can cause all these things to work together for your good. The good, the bad, the ugly, the ones you don't you understand, even the ones you don't even understand, is the only one that can cause them to work together for you. And that one is giving you a divine instruction. Give me thanks. Give me thanks. Give me thanks. Give me thanks. That is my will for you. You are a child. The Bible says we see in part, we prophesy in part. If you can see all things if you are all seeing, if you are not all knowing, that will make you God. Because you are not God and he's God alone. He's giving you a divine instruction. Be thankful. I don't know what you're going through right now. I don't know your situation. I don't know. But he alone knows. And he said my way for you in that situation. And for that situation is to give me thanks. Number three. Give thanks to God because thanksgiving is a key. You see, enter his gate with thanksgiving. And it's caught with praise. It has given. When you, have, when you are thankful, you open up a door in the realm of the spirit that you have never been before. When you are thankful, God take you. When we just sang a song, glory to glory to glory. You don't get from glory to glory by complaining and murmuring. You get from glory to glory by thanksgiving. When the Bible said, knock, the door shall be opened. When you knock, when you are giving thanks, you are knocking in the gate of heaven. You are knocking in the door of heaven, then the door will be open. When God is talking about knocking, it shall be open. He's not talking about your fingers, physical hand to knock with your physical hand. No. You're knocking in the door of heaven. It's through your thanksgiving. It's through your thanksgiving, you give him thanks. You praise him. You worship him. You, but you, give, you must thank God in all situation. Hallelujah. Because it's a key. If you want to unlock a door, if you want to unlock a door in the realm of the spirit, maybe there's something that you are believing and trusting God for. I don't know what it is. And you say, Father, I want to enter into this door. Start giving him thanks today. Just start thanking him. You don't understand. it. It's okay. I don't understand it. That's fine. But the one who knows what I don't know, and who understands what I, what I do not understand, is giving me a specific instruction to give him thanks. Hallelujah. The last one before I go to the glory of Thanksgiving is that when we give thanks to God, He seals our prayer. He said, don't be anxious for nothing but in everything, by prayer and supplication, wait Thanksgiving, then present your request. So Thanksgiving seals it all. Jesus is the stamp but Thanksgiving, you know when you have a mail, you put it in an envelope, stamp is there. But for you to seal it You put your lips in that envelope. I don't know if you guys do it. I do it a lot. And sell it. Hallelujah. Stop stamp it. Hallelujah. So, thanksgiving seals it. Thanksgiving is you taking hold of that which God has for you. Thanksgiving is claiming it. When you are praying for healing, you say, Father God Almighty, I thank you. God has done it. It is finished. But you letting hold of what God has given to you is by thanksgiving. You're pulling it to yourself. And you say, this is mine. This healing is mine. Restoration is mine. It is when you are not thankful. That means you are not claiming anything. Believe me when you are complaining, you are shutting doors. Spiritually, I told you before, in the realm of the spirit, there's nothing like, oh, I don't mean it, I mean it. No. It is either right or left. Either you are enjoying it or there is an opposition. But when you begin to open up your mouth, if you know that you want something about your health, don't ever complain about your health. As that may could be, uh, that that could be. I'm just telling you the truth. If you want restoration, don't complain. I know the enemy wants you to complain, he will magnify it before your eyes. That's why we have to take our eyes off of what we go through sometimes and feast on the one that is bigger than whatever is coming against us. Am I speaking to somebody this morning? Hallelujah! Now we're going to look at the glory of thanksgiving. The glory of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Number one, when God, when you begin to give thanks to God. Praise the name of Jesus. Let me go to my note. I don't want to miss anything. Hallelujah. The glory of thanksgiving. Number one, your thanksgiving provoke God to remember you. Your thanksgiving. So when you are not, when you are complaining and murmuring and you know, you just be, you're singing to the devil and the devil is just enjoying it. Uh, just be singing. It will even make you worse. Sometimes you're sitting there you are crying. He gives you a cleanness. Wipe your eyes and continue to cry. What is his own? But when you are a grateful person, when you are somebody that gives thanks, let me tell you, you will provoke heaven to remember you. If you want to provoke heaven to remember you in the situation where you are in, I don't know. But I'm here in this Thanksgiving service. I want you to make up your mind and make that decision and say, My life will be a life of Thanksgiving. Not just on Thursday, the Thanksgiving service we had. I told you before, the bread that you take in is 23,000 times a day. Just make a decision that is not just once a year, but it's every day of your life when you are tempted to complain, remember this word that God is saying to you and turn the complaint into thanksgiving. Anytime you want to murmur, remember this word and turn it into thanksgiving because your thanksgiving provoke heaven to remember you. Talk with me to the book of Genesis chapter 30 verse number 22. Genesis chapter 30 verse number 22. Praise the name of Jesus. Because when you provoke heaven, believe me, when, when, when God remembers you, you he provoke heaven with your thanksgiving. And God remembers you. Your season of testimony will come. Because sometimes we bring God almighty, to give me testimony. I want to testify in this area. Then start giving thanks to God. Because your thanksgiving will provoke heaven to remember you. And when heaven remembers you, your testimony is unstoppable. It's unstoppable. Genesis chapter 30 verse 22 then God remember Rachel. Can somebody put your name there and say, God remember Maria Johnny. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? And God remember Rachel. And God listened to her and opened her womb. I pray for somebody here this morning that as you make thanksgiving the chorus of your lips, May the Lord God almighty remember you. May he remember you. Every prayer that you have been praying since January up to now. That looks as if heaven has no answer. May heaven open for you. May your prayers be answered in the name of Jesus. May your prayers be answered. In the mighty name of Jesus. As a result of this word that you are hearing today. May God confirm his word in your life. I say, may he confirm this word in your life. Keep going. Put it for me. Put it for me. Keep going. And God remember Sarah and open up her womb. I want you to look at the person that is sitting next to you. We are doing this together. And say, just hold them. Hold them by your hand. Hold them by your hands. Hold them by your hands. And just speak into their life. That every closed door in your life, as God has remembered you. Every closed door in your life shall be open. Closed door to your breakthrough. Closed door to your healing. Closed door to your restoration. Closed door to your promotion. Closed door to your lifting up. Every closed door in your life. I join my hands with yours today. I join my faith with your faith today. And according to the word of God, that same God that remembers Rachel, I shall remember you. I shall have king to your prayer, and every closed door will be open. Every closed door will be open. Every closed door will be open. Every closed door, will be, open. Every closed door will be open. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God, somebody shout, "Open!" And she conceived and born a son. Let me tell you one thing about closed doors. When God remember you and your doors are open, is a testimony that we follow. And one thing that I love about this God, whether he's the one that locked the door, whether is the devil that shut the door before, whether is your friend that shut the door, whether is your enemy that shut the door, whether it is you, maybe your behavior, your action that even shut the door. When God is getting ready, when he remember you, all those doors shall be open. It doesn't matter who shot it. That's one thing I love about this God. When he remember you, when you provoke him, when he remember you, when he came to your prayer, every shut door will be open in the name of Jesus. And this is what he said. He said, and she conceived. When, you, when, you, when God remembers you and your door is open, there is an evidence that God has remembered you. It's evidence that we are praying in this time. It is the evidence that remove the shame. It is the result that cancel insults. I don't know where you have been waiting for a result today. God will give you a result. He will give you a result that will cancel every insult. In the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. And the Bible says, and she conceived and born a son. She conceived and born a son. In other words, everyone that saw Rachel has been buried, they saw an evidence that God remembered her. I said the whole world, you see an evidence in your life. That they will see and know that indeed, God has remembered you, sister. That. In the name of Jesus Christ, they will see it. You don't have to talk. You don't have to proclaim. You don't have to even shout too much. They will see because what is seen cannot be denied. Ah, They will know that indeed, God remember you, Dr. Honor In the name of Jesus. Receive that evidence today. Receive that evidence today. As the year come to an end, receive that evidence. In the name of Jesus. Let it be a talk in your family. Hey, we thought it is over. I thought this one is not believable. Let me tell you, when they see it, they will know that yes, the God that you serve is a living God. Receive that evidence in Jesus' name. And when Rachel received the evidence, and she said, you're going to be saying something. You're going to be saying something. It it reminds me of a scripture when the Bible says, when the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, he said they were like, made a dream. Hey, I said, God will remember you. I said, God will remember you. Every closed door shall be open. God will give you an evidence. As this year come to an end, you will not be like the whole world. You will not be like others. Because I think it's time where there will be a distinction between those who really know God and those who don't know God. There has to be a distinction. I'm tired of us being grouped together. There has to be a distinction. I said you will stand out. As this year come to an end, you will stand out. Among the standing, you will stand. In the name of Jesus. Because this is your season of remembrance. It's your season of remembrance. It's your season of celebration. And it's your season of thanksgiving. If you receive it, lift up your hand and say, I receive it. Pull it to yourself. Keep going. And she said, go back to 23. And she conceived and bought a son and said, God has taken away my reproach. May God take away your reproach. Whatever has been causing shame, may God take it away. May God take away your fears. May God take away everything that is causing you for people to be asking you, where is your God? May God take it away. In the name of Jesus. May you take away your embarrassment. May you take it away in the name of Jesus Christ. The son of the living God. Number one, when God remembers you. When you give thanks, you provoke heaven. And when you provoke heaven, God remembers you. And when God remembers you, every closed door is open. When God remember you, he give you an evidence. Don't forget. He gives you an evidence. I don't know the evidence that you are waiting for. In the case of Rachel, it was a child. It was a child. I don't know what your evidence is that you're waiting for. I don't know. You know. Like I always say, our faces... Are different. Our needs are different. But the Lord has sent me to tell you today God will give you that evidence. It will manifest in your life. In the name of Jesus. But he also asked me to remind you that Thanksgiving is the key. It's the key. It's the key. As you live here thank God we have 34 days remaining this year. Make Thanksgiving your song. Make it your song. Play it. Sing one for yourself. Call your children. Dance it. When they ask you, What are you doing? Say, I'm doing my Thanksgiving dance. Make it a dance. I'm telling you, you will come back. You know, it is my prayer, Daddy, that every Sunday will we will have a Thanksgiving service. Every Sunday. Somebody will say, this is what the Lord has done. And evidence. I'm talking about evidence. Evidence. I said, this is what the Lord has done. May, As I declare it, may it be so in this church. May it be so in this ministry. In the name of Jesus. May it be so. The next glory of thanksgiving It's found in the book of Jonah. She delivers a son. I'm trying to look for the scripture. Jonah chapter one, I believe. Thank you, Jesus. No, first of all, go to Genesis chapter eight. Genesis chapter eight. We're going to read from verse one. Genesis chapter eight, verse number one. It said then God remembered Noah. We have to understand what took place before that scripture. The Bible says God destroyed the whole world because of the iniquity of the world. You were seen everywhere but Noah finds favor in the sight of God. In the multitude of the things of the chaotic situation in the world that we are in, uh, may you always find favor with God. In the name of Jesus. And the Bible says God gave Noah an instruction to build an ark and to bring all his family members into the ark. And it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. And the Bible says it rained heavily to the extent that the whole world was covered. And it kept raining. It kept raining. All the people that have sinned against God, they all died but it keep raining. Guess what? If God has not remembered Noah and the rain continue, Noah would have been washed away with the rest of the world. But the Bible says, then God remembered Noah and every living thing and all the animals that were with him in the ark and God made a wind to pass over the earth and the water subside. I speak to your life this morning as you continue to give thanks to the Lord. What kill others will not kill you? What washed others away will not wash you away. What enveloped others will not envelop you and your family. In the name of Jesus, God remembered Noah and he caused the storm to subside. I don't know the storm that is in your life today. I don't know what is raging in your life. I don't know what is raging in your family. I don't know what is taking your sleep. I don't know what is causing you to be, not not to enjoy the peace of God. But I'm here to tell you, because God has remembered you, that storm will subside. As you hear the sound of my voice, I say, and you believe, I I say, so shall it be. I say, so shall it be. I say, so shall it be. In the name of Jesus Christ. The son of the living God. I said, so shall it be. Verse number two. Verse number two. It said, the fountain of the deep and the windows of heaven were also stopped and the rain from heaven was, rest- was restrained. That thing that is coming to wear that is Noah. That thing that is coming to crush him. The Bible says that God restrained it as you give thanks to God in your life, and as you continue to lift up your hands to give him the thanks that he deserves, nothing will be able to come against you. Nothing will be able to overpower you. Nothing will be able to overshadow you. Because God has remembered you. In the name of Jesus. He did it for Noah. He can do it for you. He remembered Noah, and all these things happened. God has remembered you. He has remembered your family. He has remembered your children. He has remembered your spouse. He has remembered our ministry. Hallelujah! So shall it be. Jonah chapter 2, verse number 9 and 10. Jonah chapter 2, verse number 9 and verse number 10. The glory of giving thanks. The glory of giving thanks. If you're a grateful person, you are unstoppable. You are somebody that is grateful, nothing can stop you. Nothing. Thanksgiving is a weapon. It's a weapon. If you are somebody that is grateful, that is thankful, the devil will be afraid of you. He knows that no matter what he throws your way, your response is always thank you, Jesus. He will leave you alone. But if he sees that you are the person that when you walk, you you, you just trip a little bit and you are worried, hey, they have come or people from my village, they have come. He will keep doing it because he knows he can mess with you. But when you are a thankful person, when you have an attitude of gratitude, he will leave you alone because he knows that instead of complaining, he's giving you an opportunity to thank God. And he doesn't want you to do that. The devil does not want you to give thanks, he wants you to be complaining. So, for him to say, ah, let me leave that sister alone. Everything is thank you, Jesus. Let me take that thank you, Jesus, from her lips today. Let me leave her alone. I pray for somebody here today. Wherever the enemy has been terrorizing you, today mark his expiration date. Yeah. I say today mark his expiration date. Yeah. I tell you, when the Lord sent me here to give you a word, you take it, you are blessed. You reject it on your own. Me, I don't do what God tell me make a do. Now they do so. As from today, wherever the enemy has been terrorizing you, today mark his expiration date. In your marriage, mark your expiration date. In your head, mark your expiration date. He has nothing to do but to leave you alone. In the name of Jesus. Because we are grateful people. Hmm. Jonah chapter 2 verse number 9 and 10. He said, but I will sacrifice to you with the voice of this is Jonah. God asked him to go to point A. He went to point B. He was complaining. And as long as he was complaining, the enemy was, you know, he was liking Jonah. May the enemy not like you. May he not like you. May you be his enemy was liking him. He was suggesting go to that train. Go enter that ship. He was suggesting and Jonah moment, was following. He was following him and God caused the whale or the big fish. I don't know what you would call him to swallow Jonah and even inside the belly, Jonah was still complaining. As long as he was still complaining, the fish held him, the whale held him. But what made the way to release him? When drink Jonah, i speaking to somebody. Hey, may the Lord open up our eyes. I don't know where you'll be complaining. I don't know what has swallowed you. As you begin to give thanks, that thing must vomit you. He must vomit you. Look at he said a will sacrifice to the Lord with the voice of thanksgiving, and we pay what I vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. Salvation is of the Lord. When you begin to give thanks to God, Pharaoh will let you go. What has heard you before will let you go. Your thanksgiving makes you slippery. Makes you slippery. Because the more you give thanks to God, there's an anointing that is being released upon your life. There is a grace that is being released upon your life. When you begin to give thanks, you begin to be slippery. The enemy can no longer get hold of you. Thanks giving as simple as that. Give it thanks to God. He will have to let you go. The Bible says that the moment go to the next one. The moment. So the Lord spoke to the fish. When, when, when Jonah opened his mouth to give thanks to God with his lips, the Bible says the Lord spoke to the fish. When you begin to give thanks to God heaven will begin to speak on your behalf. Heaven will begin to speak on your behalf. You don't see, Jonah could not see the reason behind the fish swallowing him. Maybe he thinking it was one man from their village. If Jonah have a village, I don't know. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Those people have no power over you. Don't give them power that they don't have. the reason behind it. But the Bible says the moment John begins to give thanks to God with his lips, heaven begin to speak on behalf of Jonah. And the Bible says, so the Lord spoke to the fish. I don't know what has swallowed you. As from today, God will begin to speak to that thing. If they don't respond to you, they will respond to the maker. If they don't respond to you, they will respond to the creator of heaven and earth. In the name of Jesus. I used to tell people, power pass power. If the fish is powerful, there is a power greater than that fish. That spoke. When God speaks, everything must obey. Because when God created this earth, he created it with his words. And everything that is out of place, God will speak it to be in place. That is why, as a child of God, we have to really know who we are and whose we are. You have a God that when you speak, water we obey, sun we obey, and God has given you that power is in your lips. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Sometimes, if you don't know what to do, because sometimes in a situation, you don't really know how to pray. You don't really know how to pray. You don't, you don't know. I, I have a woman, I wish if I have time, I have four minutes left. I, I still I have to cover, cover a lot, but I think I've said enough. A woman who was pregnant, this woman, every time is miscarriage. I don't know if I've given this testimony before. Every time is miscarriage. Every time he's miscarried. The last one, and this is a pastor's wife, he prayed for people, and people get pregnant. For her, for a very long time, she couldn't get pregnant. And finally, when she got pregnant, the devil wants to take that child. They rushed out to the hospital. The bleeding was so heavy that the doctor said, you know what, I think we have to do D and C. Because the bleeding is too much. If that baby comes, he's going to be deformed. She was complaining, moving up and down, crying, God, why? God, why? me, hey God, hold oh, the fasting. She was complaining. As long as she was complaining, the devil was dancing because she was singing to the devil. He was dancing. He was dancing. There is something said to her spirit. May the Lord always speak to you in your time of distress. And as he speak, may he give you ear to hear. And something inside that say, give thanks. That is what you have to give to whether you understand it or not. How can somebody ask you to give thanks when they are ready to do a DNC, remove your pregnancy? And this is the child that you have been believing God for all your years of marriage. How can you give thanks? And she hacking to that little voice. All of a sudden, she begins to give thanks to God. She begins to give thanks. Father, thank you. You see what I don't see? You know what I don't know. I know you said in your word that You cause all things to work together for my good because you love me and because I'm called according to your purpose, Father. Let your will be done, cause this to work together for my good. Simple prayer. And they were rushing, bringing all those stuff, bringing all those stuff. And she asked them to hold on. I'm gonna wait, I'm not gonna do the DNC. If I have the baby and it's this form, to God be the glory. If it is whole. So God be the glory. All glory and thanks be unto my father. Are you ready? She said, okay, sign paper. Send the paper to show that you agree. She signed it and she gave birth to this child. Beautiful baby. Whole and complete. Whole and complete. Just Thanksgiving. Because at that time she didn't even know what to say. She didn't really know. So that's if you don't know what to say. Give thanks. Give thanks. And as you begin to give thanks, just like Jonah, heaven will begin to speak for you. Those things that you are not able to say, heaven will begin to speak on your behalf. We all know the story of Peter when they were in prison. Paul and Silas. Was it Paul and Silas? Even Peter was it? Paul and Silas. Paul and Silas. They locked him up. They locked him up in jail. Chains tied double, double. And the Bible says, Peter, look around. I'm paraphrasing. I'm just putting my own little, little stuff so you can understand it. Peter, look around him. Yes, he looked around him. There was no way out. But the Bible says, they begin, Paul and Silas, they begin to praise God. They begin to worship God. And they begin to give thanks to God. And the Bible says, the chain broke loose. The door open. I don't know what has tied you down. As you begin to give thanks to God, every change will be broken out of your life. Every door will be open. Where the enemy kept you this year? When he come to do a checkup, he will not meet you there. In the name of Jesus, the son of the living God, Father, we bless your holy name. I don't have time. My time is over. But I'm going to give you Philemon chapter 1, verse 6. Philemon chapter 1, verse 6. I'm just going to quickly give you an close. When you have an attitude of gratitude, when you are thankful, your faith is lifted up. Your faith is built up. Somebody that is complaining is not operating in faith. Somebody that is complaining He's in one place. He's not moving anywhere. But when you begin to give thanks to God, you begin to operate in the miraculous. Thanksgiving and faith, they are brothers and sisters. They are together. You cannot say you have faith and you are not thankful. And you cannot say you are thankful and you don't have faith. They go together. And when you are thankful, you are building up your faith. You begin to see what God sees. You begin to hear what God is hearing. What God is saying to you begin to hear. But when you are ungrateful, when you are complaining, your ears is deaf. Even when God is speaking you don't hear. Rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet. Thank you Father. My time is well spent. I want you to lift up your hands. I just want to commit you to the hands of the Almighty God today.